Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year? Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Today is Monday, December 23rd, 2019, UFC. A lot of good fights coming around the corner. Obviously, a big dream match coming between Conor McGregor and Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Again, Mikey Battaglino. Two episodes in a row, back-to-back. We actually just finished up our NFL podcast that dropped yesterday. Welcome back again. Good to be back, back back-to-back. You're welcome, as always. Again, we uh, we forgot to promote it on the last show. O'Hara and Friends, my brother Declan's band. Former co-host, hasn't been on the show in a long time, so I got to drop in the former co-host. Rocking out at the Lamplighter, Chester, New Jersey, in Chester, New Jersey, yep. on December 27th. What time does it start? Uh, I believe, like, doors open at 7, but I don't think they're going to start playing till like, 7.30, 8 o'clock. That's uh, when they start their set list. I don't know how many fans they have. We're going to find out how many friends... They played at uh, the high school, right? At Westmore Central High School? Yeah, so last year, um, in the spring... Well, this year, actually... Um, they played in the spring. We uh, hosted a benefit concert for an organization through a program in the school, and we got a good turnout. There was over 200 people. That's pretty good. What if over 200 people show yeah. up at the lamplighter? What the hell are you going to do? Oh, I think I think really? we'll probably get around that. Yeah. What's well, not on a normal sure. night? Oh, well, normal night, you're not going to get 200 people all in that one area, but... So there's, there's a bunch of different rooms. You got the pub area, and then you got the bar, and then you got two... Um, kind of like rack areas where you can eat on the sides of the bar. And then you have like almost like two dining rooms because you got one big dining room and then you got a big room in the back, which is kind of like a party room. So really you could house and hold a lot of people in that building. But um, I think that they're going to bring a good amount of people. I do. I think a lot of people know about it and uh, there's plenty of room. O'Hara and Friends, December 27th. Show up, Lamplighter, Chester, New Jersey. Got an address? It's your grandparents' no, place. You don't... Yeah, but I just know where it is. I don't... It's yeah, in Chester. You'll find it. I, I'm pretty sure it's like three... It's near a library. I, I it's near the farm. Place. Yeah, it's right next near to the, the Chester, Chester farm. There's multiple farms yes, in that area, uh, but, you know, the big one. Allstead's right next to it. You drive up, heading towards the middle of Chester, 
The library's on your left. The next build. So that's on your December twenty seventh. There's a lot of UFC fights coming up. We just talked about McGregor Cerrone coming up in January. This is Connor's first fight since the Khabib fight last year. And then you got John Bones Jones against Reyes on February eighth. Not to mention what's the fight that's coming up right around now. Uh, Tony Khabib. Ferguson versus Khabib which is a, a fight five years in the making. You could say we were talking about it earlier. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's. It's it's a couple of years. I mean, they've tried to make it five times, so it's over the span of. I remember the last time we talked time. about a potential Ferguson Khabib matchup. I was still a senior in high school. I was your age. You're a senior yeah. in high school now, yeah. and this, they're finally getting weird it done. to think about. Possibly, I mean, yeah. Cross your fingers. Someone could call out know. sick. You don't know. Maybe yeah. Connor throws a chair through his bus again, and he can't fight. <laughs> I don't think anything like that will happen. Uh, look, they were about to fight. Tony had a freak accident, fell, and tore his ACL. Came back and, you know, beat Pettis, beat Donald Cerrone. I think the fight will happen, and I am very interested. I mean, it's to good see to see happens. Ferguson finally getting his title shot that he's had well-deserved Oh, yeah, I mean, time. well, he was right. the interim champ. He beat uh, Kevin Lee, and, you know, he deserved to unify the title. And it's good to see that he's got it, and they're going to try and make it happen. What are you more excited for? You got so obviously big three fights. You got Ferguson Khabib, which again three four years in the making. I think they tried to do it the first time in twenty sixteen. We're now in uh, twenty nineteen. What's the when's that fight next Saturday? Khabib which one? versus oh that's not until uh, April. Okay, so sure. we have McGregor Cerrone first, and then yes. John Jones John Reyes, Jones. and then Khabib first, and then there might even be one in between, and then the. Ferguson. Well, you got all the fight nights, of course. Yes, but uh, there might be one more pay-per-view. I'm not 100% sure. UFC 248. So he says TBD, but there's two women. It's going to be a women's main event. 47, 248. Are they 249? Uh, Fight night, fight night. Yes, they are 249. And that is in Brooklyn, so you guys could go to that. Man. Yes. To answer your question, I'm probably most excited to see that because I do think I'm going to end up Brooklyn Barclays Center. A non-Las Vegas fight. I might go to Vegas, potentially, if I can find a way to rent a car to go see McGregor Cerrone. Because I feel like, yes, it is Conor McGregor, but at the same time, this is more of, like, one of those dream fights as opposed to, like, a nice, like, big, like, heavyweight, like, haymaker brawl, like, against two rivals. Like, McGregor-Khabib, you knew that was going to be high-priced. McGregor-Alvarez, first ever UFC fight at MSG, you knew that was going to be a fight. I don't know if I ever told you the story of me. You met AP, my buddy AP. Oh, I remember. You told me how you went. And then he we got gypped by a, a couple of uh, yeah. whatchamacallits. What do you call those people? Scalpers. Sales guys. Scalpers. It, it Scalpers, was like Michael yeah. Jackson Scalpers. from 1982 in his bright red jacket. And he's like, I got two tickets. And they were legit tickets. They, the, the legit stubs with McGregor and Alvarez's face on it. It had like the hologram UFC logo. I'm like, wow. dude, they got the stubs. These are legit. And we got them and yeah. they didn't work. I still have the ticket though. That's crappy. Still say, I was yeah. in the building when McGregor became the first ever two-time, at the exact same time, UFC champion in two different uh, classes. I was in the yeah. building. I heard the music. I just didn't see it. Yeah, did you? Yeah, Didn't see wild. it. Yeah, we got robbed of all of our money that night. But we saw them. We saw both of them. We went to the press conference. We saw We've the press. We, those tickets were real. Free tickets. We actually went yeah. into New York City for the press conference. It was like two days before. And then me and my buddy AP yep. went back for the fight, ended up not getting in. We lost all of our money. From the scalper, our phones died. We didn't have any money to eat. We didn't have chargers. It was a rough night getting home that night. I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, uh, that was not fun. 
I, that's not one of my good yeah, stories. I can only imagine. Yeah, I can uh, only imagine. But that fight, I feel, McGregor Cerrone, again, dream fight. I don't think it's going to sell too high. And when I say that, I'm like $300, $400 deep. Like, I think it'll be well over $100 for a ticket, especially in Vegas. Yeah, I'm not sure what the prices are in Vegas. I just know that whenever they're in New York, it's Yeah, I mean, fights expensive. in New York, especially, uh, again, Khabib Ferguson. At this point, everybody knows Khabib because he beat Connor. But, like, if you're not a UFC fan, you don't really know who Ferguson or Khabib are. True. And especially when Cejudo fought Dillashaw and when they were in Brooklyn, and it wasn't even a pay-per-view. Well, the Dillashaw is a pretty expensive. big name. That's true, but you have to be a UFC fan to kind of know those two guys. You know what I mean? Like a McGregor, you just hear the name and you know. You know, it's Dillashaw. I think Dillashaw, Garbrandt, Cody Garbrandt, I think they fought last year at the Staples Center in L.A. Those tickets were around 200 bucks. Not too bad. No, not horrible. But, like, I feel like just when they're up here in New York, or over here in New York, rather, they're just real expensive. And maybe it's just because the area, and there's not as much. In L.A., there's a paper. How much was, we went to UFC 208. It was Holly Holm versus... I don't remember. I don't even remember her name. I, I'm almost positive it was over... Really? How much were our tickets? I think so. That's what I'm saying. I think our tickets were more than... Were those Christmas gifts? Yes. You think that was worth it, looking back at it? Well, we saw, we saw him, and we did see him win. That's, that was pretty cool. Yes, so... The main event, I almost fell asleep. Him. Legitimately was yeah, falling asleep the main event in my was chair. Rough. Well, part of the problem was we, there was no finishes. Right, there were no knockouts, there were no submissions. It, they they were, all went to decisions. Submissions, yeah. yeah. It was slow, the main event went off at one. It was late. It was worth the experience. Say you went to a UFC we paper. in the yeah. UFC arena. Yeah, exactly. That's why, uh, you know, I'm excited uh, if I could go see. I want to see McGregor Cerrone if I can. You never know when it's going to be Conor's last fight. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to do this anymore. You know? That's the thing. Have you seen his last, um, I guess, interview when he t- kind of talked about Well, yeah, he literally, right he, like, he has anyway. more money in the bank than any fighter in history. Like, he doesn't need to be here. Well, yeah. He's got proper 12, too. No. He doesn't need this. That's he still true. has the and drive to fight, though. He loves to fight. He, that's the thing. I, I think he... I, You know, I said this before Khabib's fight with him. I said, I want to see the old Connor. You know, I want to see him have that drive. I want to see him talk like he used to. I want to see him, you know, just go back to his old kind of way because I love that shit. That was great. The whole time with, the, you know, Khabib and everything, it, it didn't really feel like it was his thing you know I hope when they do the press conferences with Cowboy I hope he's not over the top like he was with Khabib I hope he's kind of back to his old ways ready and when we see him we see him with precision and timing and speed and what he used to be you know I want to see him like he was almost when he fought in the 145 so hungry you know what I mean and I'm hoping to see it. I think it could be there, but we'll, there's only one way to find it. What old Connor are you talking about here? So, like, obviously there was the the guy who was brought up, brought up over from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, you talk about the promo. It was always off the charts. Uh, during the Diaz fights, even the Alvarez fight, uh, more of kind of, you know, he showed up late to that press conference, was just like, oh, sorry I'm late. I just don't give a fuck. But... During yeah. those fights with, uh, you talk about Khabib. Like, even with Khabib, at that point, I feel like he was way more mature. Like, yeah, he wanted to kick Khabib's ass, 
And I say mature right after he threw a, a chair through his bus. He was so enraged in those press conferences. Because that was way... Khabib, that wasn't, that wasn't promoting such, it. He was legit had a problem with him. Yeah, he had such anger. Like, even in the I Mayweather boxing the, fight, like, he, he just seemed more as an adult as opposed to, like, during those fights with Diaz and Jose Aldo. You know, like, he, you want to see that against... Again, like, I don't think there's any love... Like, there's no ill blood between Cerrone and McGregor. I feel like this is just a dream match against two well-respected fighters. I think Cerrone is the best guy to bring out the old Connor. It's not a title fight match. Connor definitely could win. It con- You know, they had some confrontation before in a press, press conference before... Connor was trying to... He, I, he was going to fight Dos Santos, and it ended up falling through. Anyway, they were, you know, talking shit. That was right before it's the Diaz been a little bit of Diaz took over, right. So what happened was, was Dos Santos, yeah, he, uh, he fell out, and then Diaz filled in. I think there's some history. I think it could bring Connor. I want to see if Connor's still hungry, and this fight will show. You know, this fight's definitely going to show it, whether he still has that... You know, what he's looking for, you know, and we'll find out when he starts talking and once he starts fighting again, we'll, we'll see. I know it, we'll about, eventually you know? find out when he starts talking, but what do you think is next yeah. for Conor McGregor past this fight? Let's say he beats Cerrone. Like, what's next for him? Because he legitimately has no reason to fight anymore. So I, you know, I, my favorite time of his was probably his title run for 140, the 145 belt. And then obviously, you know, the Diaz battles was good. He overcame some adversity, you know, went on and to win two, you know, to hold two titles, beating Eddie, Eddie Alvarez for the 155 belt. That was, you know, he looked untouchable in that fight. Wow. To me, once he went to fight Mayweather, that's what started to drift him off the path. He, you know, he was looking, and, and I get it. What was next for him? What was next? You know, and he was looking for what's big. And after that, I think he kind of realized, you know, I want to take some time off. Because he, he did so much, you know what I mean? And then stuff changed, and he came back, and he wasn't as into it. Or I shouldn't say as into it. I'm sure he wanted it more than anything um, to get his belt back and everything. But I think, you know, his preparation and everything wasn't quite 100% like it used to be. I think, I do believe this time around, I think he's going to be much more prepared than he was against Khabib. You know, I always pick him to win. I do. Uh, so... I can't go against him this time. Um, but after, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what he wants. He was talking about being a guy who, you know, had three titles. How he can go and win the 170, I don't know. This fight is at 170 with Cerrone. He may, you know, maybe he got bigger. He looks pretty big. He looks in great shape. I'm sure he's working out hard. I mean, obviously, he's got to train for the fight. But in the time off, um, I'm sure he was keeping in good shape. We'll see how he looks. We'll see how he does. Um, I don't know if he can go beat Usman. That's a tough fight. You know, very tough. I think, you know, winning over Cerrone at 170 could set up a couple other things. Maybe Diaz trilogy. Maybe the winner of Khabib Ferguson. Well, his last win in the UFC was against Alvarez, right, at 205? It's been almost three. It's going to be four years. Yeah. If he loses to Cerrone, what's next? I you know, he's still relatively young. I can't see him wanting to hang up everything. But it's a bite, you know, it's a it's a big bite. And and you know, Cerrone's a guy yeah. who's I think he lost on a two or three losing streak. You know, I don't know. I don't yeah, yeah. So 
this is almost like a must win for Cerrone too. You know, they're almost in a both win or I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, so we'll see. Cerrone definitely could. I don't think Cerrone will both just because it sounds like he right just now, wants to keep fighting. To. He likes it. You know, he what after losing the Justin Gaethje uh, and then previously before that losing to Tony Ferguson, I think the title is out of his mind. After he went on that, you know, three win streak, I think he was thinking, oh, I can make a title run. I don't think it's in his head anymore. I think he's just looking to try and get back in the win column, get a new fight, just because he enjoys fighting. Connor needs the the win in order to go anywhere, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, where does he go if he loses? Who's he going to fight? You know? He's a big name. You can't put him against a nobody, you know? So, and look, Connor's good. I do think he will win. You know, we'll see. I, I, I just not sure. And if he loses, I personally don't think he'll have the drive anymore to continue. Like he legit, he said on multiple occasions, yeah. I don't um, fight. Like I fight because I love to fight. I don't need to fight know, anymore. That's the thing. Look at George St. Pierre. He says he hates fighting. Yeah. Look how good he was. You know, I don't know. I, I really want to see what it, how his body language and his and his voice and his mannerisms look when he, in the press conference. I always judge him. B- based off that because you could tell a lot from just that and the face-offs and everything you can kind of tell where they're at oh we saw that at uh, the 205 yeah, press conference how confident he was and how scared yeah. out of his and then he came Eddie back alvarez and was. then they remember how pissed thing, eddie yeah. alvarez was that he showed up i just hope that his title connor's more calm he's not trying to cause a scene i just hope he, it's kind of towards that back of shit talking and that's it you know no need to get up and move you know even though he did take Jose Aldo's belt in front of, I think, a crowd in Rio de, uh, wherever they were, and people going nuts. But something like that is kind of the limit. I don't think he needs to, you know, do anything else crazy. You know, it's a fight we do need to see. Conor McGregor versus Jeremy Stevens. Who could ever forget that 205, the original 205 press conference when they had the entire card there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Jeremy Stevens was talking shit to McGregor. And yeah. Conor was just like, who the fuck is the that guy? The problem with that is that turned Stevens into a giant meme. 145. Poor, poor pussycat Steven, I don't, Jeremy Stevens. I don't think Conor will go back down. I wanted him yeah, to, right. actually. Cause it I could still happen. There really wasn't anyone down there that could beat him. Um, so I wanted to see him go down. But... I don't think he wants to go down. I don't think he has anything. And now, you know, that 145 division is actually interesting because Holloway just lost to Volkanovski, who I think is a, a very good fighter, and they're probably going to run that back. I guarantee Holloway will get his rematch. Dana White basically said it the night of that they're going to kind of run it back. So Yeah, exactly. More headlines, more money for Dana White. I mean, he has three right now, so McGregor versus Cerrone, that's in a few weeks in Vegas. John Bones Jones, Reyes, that's going to be... Yes, yes. February? April, and then there's one in between. And then you got Ferguson versus Khabib in April. And Reyes. Reyes is good. So John Bones Jones... That's the thing. Jones... Is he John Bones Jones good? The thing about John Jones is winning and being dominant and... Killing legends at such a young age. Then, you know, stuff happens. Bacon title. You know, he has to let go. He has to step away from the sport. Comes back, wins. Same kind of thing. And he keeps winning. And then, you know, once he did come back, and now he's been fine, comes back. He beats Gustafson. Then he takes down Anthony Smith. And then he takes down um, Santos, Diago Santos. 
he's basically running through the division. If he beats Reyes, I mean, come on. This guy, he's on a whole new level if he keeps beating guys like this. this is, it's, it's crazy what he's doing, you know? Um, who's left for him, really? I mean, so he'll, you know, if he does beat Reyes, which I think he will, Reyes, Reyes is good, but I don't know if he quite has, like, the experience and if he's taken down guys, you know, like, he hasn't quite beaten guys that John Jones is capable of, you know. Um, right. Who's left? Yeah, I think yeah. Corey Anderson has a fight with someone. He'd be someone you got to put in the race, though. I was very impressed by Corey Anderson. He beat Johnny Walker. Yeah, I was impressed with that, too. Um, so maybe he's next. And then if John beats him, I don't know what goes on. He he, he probably will go up to heavyweight. Oh yeah, you know it's going think, around in circles. It's got to. It's got to do something. Dana White's. I think step he'll. In the octagon. I think he'll have to go up to heavyweight and take on Stipe. It's it's the biggest challenge for him after that. You know his goal is to be a dominant champion, and he's doing it. So John Bones Jones versus Stipe Miocic. That's the next headline fight. That's a crazy right fight there. too. But we'll see what happens in time. You know he has this fight. I guarantee. He'll probably defend the title one more time after Reyes just because John Bones Jones defends his title. He does. He's a champion who defends before he jumps up like that. You know, you get a lot of these guys now that they they win, and then they're like, oh, I want to go win something else. You know what I mean? John, John Jones is a guy who defends. You know, he, he wants to be like a George St. Pierre. You know, he and he – honestly, he's in contention to be better than him. You know what I mean? Um, but – I'm just making a comparison. We'll see. I think he, I think he wins this. How about you? Uh, no doubt about it. I just again, you said Reyes is good, but he again, his track record does not match John Jones's track record. Like he has not beaten the guys that John Jones is capable of. I mean, this guy beat twice, Daniel Cormier yeah. not once but twice. Yeah, you know, like who beats that? Pico Graham or not? Daniel Cormier twice. He, you know, the Pico Graham didn't tell him to take to kick him in the head to set it up, kicks to the body, and then kicks to the head, and then finish him. I mean, John Jones is legit. And then that leads us to our last fight. I wanted to talk about Ferguson Khabib, but I also wanted to talk about, we talked a little bit earlier during our partay earlier on here tonight, a little, uh, I don't even know what, it was like a high school, college party going on between my sister, my brother, all your friends. Yeah. Not really much going mix on. Mash. Yeah, Yeah, you know, it was kind of mellow. I'd say that. To say the least. But anyways, we we yeah. were talking and we were talking about Daniel Cormier's feature in the in the UFC. And I want to get to that, but first it is the holiday season, Mikey, which means what kind of wrapping paper are you gonna use for your gifts? Uh probably a nice Jack red. I got him a nice uh camping set. Well, I really hope he's not listening to this. No, he he I don't even think he knows you do a podcast. Well, that's um, a damn shame. Yeah. Maybe after Christmas I'll have him start to listen to it. He actually does listen to a lot of, like, YouTubers talk and stuff, so maybe he'd be interested. But uh, I got him this nice, like, it's not a camping, like, set, but it's like a kit that would go with camping stuff because he likes that kind of stuff. He's into pocket knives and all the gadgets and utility stuff. Well, if you're looking for some wrapping paper, STI Holiday's got the best wrapping paper in town. Let's hear from STI Holiday. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. 
All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. SimplyToImpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. And that was STI Holiday, so be sure to go get your wrapping paper. You got two days left. Christmas, two days, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Today is Christmas Eve Eve, you could say. Shout out to Phoebe on Friends. But we wanted to talk about uh, Ferguson Khabib. We also wanted to talk about Daniel Cormier. Does he have a future? Was that his last fight and his loss to Steve Miocic? Uh, Khabib, Ferguson, to me, we talked about it a little bit earlier. This is a fight, again, four years in the making. I think two very evenly matched competitors here, both equally hungry. Khabib, obviously undefeated, just coming off his win against McGregor. Tyler Ferguson, you mentioned interim champion. I don't know who I'd take in this if I'm a betting man. Obviously, Khabib's the undefeated competitor here. Yeah, they're both animals. They're both animals. I think Tony can 100% deal with Khabib's pace. Cody, uh, Tony Ferguson's cardio is unbelievable. Supposedly, you know, when he does, you know, mountain runs and hills, he's lapping people, which is just, you know, and the people he's lapping aren't trained in shape guys. Right. The guy's yeah. tank is insane. Um, so I think he won't have a hard time dealing with Khabib's pace because Khabib could put a pace on a guy and make him tired and miserable. Um, Tony's good off his back. He's got great jujitsu. It'll be interesting to see how, you know, and Tony can wrestle too, you know, so it'll be interesting to see the ground max, uh, mix match. Um, but to be honest with you, I mean, Khabib's going to want to go f- on the ground. He's going to want to take it there. I bet, like, the first round or maybe a round in the fight, it'll be only stand-up. I do. Um, I, I think, you know, I almost think it's going to be a round. I don't think it'll be so much where, you know, take down, ground fight, get up, then box. You know, I think it, it'll be boxing one round then the next round it kind of goes to the ground and it's going to stay there and they're going to fight on the ground and then the next round maybe the same thing or bot you know what I mean I think it'll be stand up or grappling I don't think it'll be too too much of mix maybe mix towards the end because they're I, I think it'll last into the championship rounds I think these guys are legit and I don't think I think they're both very talented and good enough to the point where they can't get a stoppage too early you know Tony doesn't have super super knockout power he puts mileage on a guy, you know, um, and Khabib almost the same thing, you know, so it's, it's very interesting, very hard to predict, I'll tell you who I want to root for, and who I want to win, and I want Ferguson to win. Yeah, I, I'm not a real big Khabib guy either, just from a character standpoint. You know, I think McGregor got him into a different kind of, I think he pushed Khabib to be a little disrespectful. I mean, in that fight, I feel like Khabib was the more respectful. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I think he pushed him to kind of be outside of his respect level. You know, what I mean, Khabib's normally. I mean, respectful. he was still kind of a jerk before then too. I remember watching him at two hundred five at Madison Square Garden, coming out in that giant hat of his. I, I, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So 
He's very confident, but he has every right to be. So should be interesting. What do you think? I, I think I agree with you. It's going to go into the championship round, whether it's round four or round five. I do think it'll end via knockout or submission, though. I don't think it's going. I think distance. so, too. I think towards the end, whether it's Ferguson, whether it's Khabib, one of them is going to find that opening. They're going to find that hole, whether it's Khabib with, uh, what is it, an arm bar? Khabib? Khabib? uh, What did he beat McGregor with? uh, A crank, a neck crank. But I think he's submitted people through uh, rare naked choke. I think he's finished people from ground and pound, TKO. I think if Khabib finishes him off, it's going to be through submission. I, I think if Ferguson wins, it's going to be by I knockout. I think it, it's going to finish by submission either way. Really? Yeah. really? I think I'd like to see Ferguson choke him out or put him in a, you know, maybe a, a leg triangle or something and catch him and, and put him away. I, I, I think it'll be submission either way. I really hope, like, I'm with you here. I, I want Ferguson to win. My part says Ferguson. My brain says Khabib. Just because Khabib's beaten the best of the best at this point. You know what happens with me is, is my, like, you know, my heart will be one way, and I just, my brain goes right with it, kind of. Like, I don't know why. I just, I guess I just want that to happen, you know what I mean? And when I make a prediction, whenever I make a prediction, it's what I want to happen. It's never, I I never go with my brain. I always no, go with... You never the, go with your analytical statistics. I just go or, with what I want, unfortunately. Well, we both want Tony Ferguson. We'll see what happens. It's April. It's in April at the Bockley Center in Brooklyn. Yep. I haven't been there in a minute. I haven't been there since maybe UFC 208, the Holly Holm main event that put me to sleep in Section 308. Maybe. There hasn't been a WWE event that we've, we've we went to many right? Raws. There, we went to many. Uh, you ever go to SummerSlam with us? I don't think you ever did. I did one, one year. year. Okay, I went when Seth Rollins faced Finn Balor. Okay, correct. Yes, that was a good. That was a good pay per view. That was a great pay per view. Uh, that's when they introduced that ugly, disgusting Universal Championship. Yes, but that match was fantastic. Yeah, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins can't go wrong. Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar disappointed. Wasn't that the last match too? That was the last match. And then he F five Shane McMahon and the show. Yeah, that was and it. It was just and like they never addressed it. No, never happened. Never culminated into a feud. You don't watch WWE anymore, do you? No, I don't watch it anymore. From like a T, like I don't sit down and watch it. I do keep up with the storylines. They're garbage right now. They're really bad. They're trying to bring back kayfabe. But apparently, Bobby Lashley and Lana are now married. Yeah, I saw that. It's really bad. Uh, the only thing I pay attention to about it is Instagram. I'll follow it just because I. I I'm a guy, I'm a Lesnar guy. I like watching Lesnar. Um, I wish he ended up fighting in the UFC. He lost twice this year. Really? To Seth Rollins, two losses Why? to Seth Rollins. Why are they doing that? Lost at WrestleMania. And then I lost like Seth Rollins Slam. though. I I do. I like Seth Rollins. He's one of those guys who's like, okay, if anybody's gonna be Lesnar, it has to be one. Of, it's I gotta like, be Reigns. It's gotta be Rollins. I like Rollins a lot. Can't be Goldberg. <laughs> That's I, what turned you off. I remember. Survivor Series. I'm pretty sure I stopped watching after that. He I'm pretty sure that him. was the last. He squashed. That him. was my last draw. <laughs> I like I, WWE was starting to piss me off, and then I'm pretty sure that happened, and I just stopped. It was what 90 seconds. Goldberg beat Lesnar. He hadn't even lost since even he came match. back. I remember he beat Undertaker to end the streak, and then he was basically unbeatable, unstoppable wrecking crew. And then Goldberg, who's like 60 years old, comes back and squashes him. <laughs> that was it. And Jack I remember watching it on the network with Declan, 
and it buffered and logged us out, like, right as the bell rung. I'm like, oh, man, all right, let's just go back and then into you it. In. By the time we got back in, they're like, Goldberg beat Brock. We're like, what? And then he, he got his redemption, though, didn't he? We just got back. Well, at the Rumble, Goldberg eliminated Lesnar in, like, five seconds. But wasn't it, like, WrestleMania? And then Lesnar, Lesnar beat Goldberg at WrestleMania. But that was the fast, Universal title, though, wasn't it? For the Universal title. It was, like, five title. minutes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a Lesnar match for you. It was literally spear, spear, jackhammer, F5, spear, spear, attempted jackhammer, F5, and that was okay, it. Okay, but, Le- okay, yes, Lesnar put on some short matches, but Lesnar also put on some phenomenal matches. Like what? Royal Rumble, Lesnar, Cena, Okay, dude, Seth Cena Rollins. and Rollins carried the load. Yes, but the match was fantastic. <laughs> Lesnar literally sat on his back at the end. The match was like fantastic. That's Les- that's like my top five matches. Lesnar did nothing. It's my top five matches. For me, that too. was such Cena, Rollins, a great Lesnar. match. That was a great match. Such that a, was great a great match. match. That was an awesome match. Uh, Survivor Series 2014 to me. It was like Team Cena versus Team Authority. That's when Sting debuted. That was one of the best matches for me. Then there was, was John so Cena versus that they CM didn't Punk. Do much with Sting. Well, that's because Seth Rollins hurt him. He like broke his spine. And then that was it. Yeah, you had two matches. You had a match with Triple H and a match Didn't with Seth Rollins. Didn't they hint that he was going to like come back and everything? And you, I mean, we still might see Sting versus or a Sting face off with the Undertaker. I mean, that I think that's what everybody wants to see. Why won't they do it? I don't know. I really don't know why. Just a face off. Um, uh, Punk. Punk Cena at Money in the Bank was the number what one. What was match. the news with Punk? So the, Punk something with so WWE. Punk is working. For Fox. So Fox and WWE teamed up for SmackDown. Fox owns SmackDown now. And now they have a, a post show on Tuesdays, I think, to recap Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. And he does it? And he's an analyst. But he wow. works for Fox. So he works with... I'm surprised, on the show. Though. On the show, he works for Fox with uh, Renee Young, Booker T, Samoa Joe's an analyst because he's hurt right now. Page, but, so he, okay, all of but, them are employed by WWE. He's employed by Fox. So yeah. all of them, they all have to be like, "Oh, this was a great match. This was awesome." Punk, what did you think? He'll be like, "I thought it was fucking terrible." Like he doesn't have to bite his tongue because he doesn't yeah. work for WWE. So the rest of them are all like, "Oh, this match was great. This storyline's great. This is awesome." And Punk's like, "No, it's not. It's terrible." They're telling you to say this, and he says it on the air. It's amazing. That's it's am- awesome. like he's literally. On a WWE show, and he gets to talk crap about him all the time. So he's, okay, cool, cool. I didn't realize that. Because I was so surprised to hear that he was dealing with them again, because he despised them. And he kept to his word. Like, he never came back, you know. I would have loved to see him. Especially in today's world so, where, like, there was so many times where it would have worked perfectly for him to come. CM Punk versus Seth Rollins was the match like I always wanted to see. CM Punk versus AJ Styles now is a match I'd love to see. Like that, you know, I just missed the Punk Cena era. I that was started awesome. I started my 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 first um the first I think it was Raw. I like that got me to keep watching. Cena was in I think it was a triple th- uh, not a triple threat. It was like a three-guy tag team match, and um, he ended up needing to take on. I'm pretty sure he took on the Shield alone. God, what were those guys' names? Um, crap. I think it was like, uh, oh, you didn't know who were those guys? Oh, uh, the New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws. They left them 
to, to go against the Shield. And that might have been his last. Oh, no, no, no. Then they told him that he was entering the Royal Rumble Number one. at, like, yeah, first yeah, or yeah. second. And the then, then that was it. Then I never saw him again. And, you know, then I, you know, I started watching, and then I got the network, and I saw everything he did. And I was so, so upset that, like, I never got to see any of that, you know? When he didn't show up the next week on Raw, I'm like, oh, maybe they just had a bunch of other stuff going on. Because that was the one thing I noticed. I'm like, oh, Punk was on the show. Then I got the notif- uh, notification in school the next day. CM Punk quits WWE. I'm like, what? You got to be kidding me. That's like my favorite superstar ever. But he finished the Royal... He went in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then he was like one of the final and that three. Was it? And then Kane, who was already eliminated in the match, came back to eliminate him and chokeslam him through a table. And that was it. What? That was, then he left? And then he's like, I'm out of here, Vince. See ya. He never was in the show again. That was it. I loved his match with Ben. That was a good match, too. Phenomenal yeah. match. Another match. Phenomenal match. Fun. And for being such a big Lesnar fan, and I hated when Lesnar lost, the one guy I always said that should have beat Lesnar was Punk after he reversed the F5 into the DDT on the chair. That should have put <laughs> him away. It should have put him away, and he should have won that. They went... Punk went through hell in that match to perform. Went through hell. Lesnar is a strong man. Went through hell in that match, and he should have got that win in there. Well, as a big Lesnar fan, I'll ask you this before we can actually segue a Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Cormier fight that was supposed to happen, but didn't happen. But as a Brock Lesnar fan in WWE, what are some of those matches? You mentioned CM Punk. Uh, you t- Seth Rollins beat him twice this year. Goldberg beat him two years ago, much to your dismay. What are some Brock Lesnar matches that, that you think that, oh, he could have lost this match, but they didn't let it happen? Crap. Um, I mean, I've been watching a little bit. I definitely think they could have had Punk win that one. Um, as far as others, I don't think having seen – I think – see, here's the thing. Having him be so dominant was good because then they took the title off of him when they had Seth Rollins cash in and, you know, beat Reigns. But it wasn't like Lesnar lost, but he didn't have the title. Like, that was good because they kept him dominant and they kept him as, you know, useful. And then he went missing. That's and when it, it gets like, bad. When he's the on. champion at that and he time, show up, people it's like, why are Lesnar. you putting the championship on him? Like, that time frame when he was the champ. People were happy that he was the champ. And I feel like WWE was starting to do well at that. And then, you know, obviously went all through. Um, but I, I I can't really remember, a, like, matches that they could have had him lose. Was it with the – he lost One that oh, specifically no, stands out to me. He may have stopped watching at this point. Braun Strowman. What's going on with Braun Strowman? He never lost to him, but he should have lost to him. Oh, yeah. Braun Strowman was very hot. Nothing. They, he lost to Tyson Fury a couple of weeks ago. That was lame. Apparently, they're, they're going to do Lesnar versus Tyson Fury at WrestleMania for the WWE title, which stinks because they're both part-timers. Are you going to knock him out? Like, what? But, like, can the guy wrestle? Like what? No, he just has his knockout punch. Well, he's only going to face him if he wins the uh, WBO championship in his next fight that's coming up. Who, who's he fighting with? Is it Wilder? He's not doing that rematch. So he's, doing, he's fighting someone else. Who's Wilder going to fight next? I don't and know. And Anthony Joshua just be Ruiz on boxing to get get his titles back. Canelo's probably my favorite boxer. Triple G, 
Uh, that fight would be interesting, but I, I don't know if... I know he had a fight. I'm not sure if he just did it. But Canelo just went up, I don't know how many weight classes, and beat a guy who's very respect, respectable and put him on the ground. Canelo is filthy. So filthy. His head movement, his power, like, the guy's insane. He, honestly, and his only loss is Floyd. That's yes, a pretty substantial and honestly, loss when the guy's undefeated. Yeah. And, and he must have been young when he fought Floyd because he's not that old right now. You know, I think Floyd fought him when Floyd was younger and in his prime. So he must have been young. I'm not 100% sure about this, but which is in, interesting because, you know, now Canelo's, you know, definitely in his prime, maybe peaking right now. Um, and when I'm saying peaking, just, you know, flatlining. Uh I think he takes out Floyd. Floyd's old. You think now, Floyd comes basically. back for any fights? <coughs> Floyd was I mean, talking about comes back. They were talking about doing Mayweather Pacquiao yeah. one more time. Yes, that's what I heard too. And, you know, he always talks about MMA. Like, he ain't going to do MMA. But I think they are working with – he is working with Dana White to do, excuse me, some uh, events somehow together, working in maybe some of his uh, – you know, company promotions in to, you know, do an event with the UFC or something. I think they are working on something. I'm not 100% sure what. Though. McGregor Mayweather in the octagon one more that, time. That would be... Um, Beat him at his own game. He... It wouldn't be a fight. It would be nice to see Floyd get his ass kicked for once. <laughs> it would. But Floyd just isn't ready for leg kicks and all that, you know? Like, it's... Uh-oh. Completely different Horrible ball game. on your body. Completely different ball game. Completely. I mean, if you look at the the Volkanovski versus Hallway, he attacked Hallway's legs. And it made Hallway switch stances for a couple rounds. Changed the whole fight, you know? Hallway couldn't get a lot of things going. You know who did have a lot of things going for him? Daniel Cormier in his fight with uh, Stipe Miocic back in August until one knockout blow and did everything in round four. He literally, he would have won that fight. That's my segue into Daniel Cormier here. Uh, Daniel Cormier would have won that fight to retain his heavyweight title against Stipe Miocic if it went to decision. And then Stipe, out of nowhere, with one punch, ended all those doubts. I forget. So the, the first fight, it ended in round one, didn't it? I th- when was that fight? A while ago. I'm pretty sure it was in the summer. Not this one. I think the one before. Because Stipe didn't get his rematch for a long time. I'll have to look it up. But this last fight, I know for a fact Cormier was all over it. This, I'm pretty sure this last fight ended in the fourth round. And then the first fight, it ended in the first round. Now, I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been the second fight. I think DC was, uh, I'm quite certain he was talking about how he should have taken it to the ground more. And how he didn't. And how he should have. And how the third fight would be different. Um, a third fight would be interesting, you know. Stipe is a good fighter. Yes, uh, Daniel Cormier was winning, you know, the fight. Daniel Cormier was the champ, you know. And, I mean, obviously Stipe was before. Stipe is also a great fighter. I mean, he made the adjustment. He knew what he needed to win. He saw that he hurt Cormier. Kept attacking the body. Then went to the head. Put the finish out, you know. Both great fighters, honestly, both great champions. 
a third fight would be interesting. And you were right about the first fight, Stipe losing in uh, round one, round number one, four and which a half he was, in. Which he was winning, though. Before Daniel knocked him before, out. Before, yes. Knocked his lights out. And then this fight, Cormier would have won. And then in the fourth round, Stipe comes out of nowhere. It was the fourth yes. round. So there you go. It, okay, going into the fourth, it could have been 2-1. Stipe wins the fourth, 2-2. You got the fifth round up for grabs. Yeah. It was a close fight. Third fight is very reasonable. Makes sense, oh, yeah. Well, it obviously is. It's 1-1. And there's really not too many other guys going right. on. I mean, you have Francis coming up still. But I, they just made a fight. Francis is going to fight someone. So if Francis not, you know, keeps knocking people out, keeps winning and knocks his next guy out, he could fight the winner. But I doubt Daniel Cormier wants to fight Francis Ngannou. I think Stipe would, just because Stipe is not going nowhere for a while. What about Derek Lewis? Derek Lewis, I think, has a fight, or had a fight. He had a fight at 241. He just had a fight? Right. He had the same night as Cormier Stipe. Uh, Who did he fight? Actually, I think that was wrong. He fought, fought at Madison Square Garden, because he was the guy I was telling you before during the partay. That uh, called out Trump because Trump was there. That was Derek Lewis. Fought? Yes, he called him out. Yes. Or did the guy, or did he lose and the guy he fought called? No, him out? Derek Lewis won and then he called out Trump. When was this? Madison Square Garden. So it was was it Diaz Masvidal for the BMF title, which is yeah. still stupid. I think he fought on that. But yes, he did. He fought on that and then he. I don't know if he called out Trump in supporting him. Yes, he did fight in that. You're right. You're right, and I remember I remember that fight. Yep, I do. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's got really any title contention right now because Francis is kind of on it. I don't really know who else is going on in that right now. Francis is kind of top guy right now, and they got to deal out the, the rematch probably. And you never know. Like, look, Stipe could win. John Jones could win. That's, could to me, that that's the only fight. big headliner fight. That's coming their way unless Cormier decides to go one more time. I think he'll be done. I can't see him fighting again. Who's he going to fight? Brock's out of the picture. Well, you mentioned the Stipe trilogy. Well, no, I'm saying after that. After that, I think he's After done. that, nobody. I'm saying, though, like he could potentially retire right now if he wanted to. He could. I think that was the plan. If, if, if he beat Stipe, I think that was it. Even if he loses, I think he's it. That's it. I, I'm, I'm saying if he won. Oh, yeah, August, yeah. I think that would be it. It could. I. You think he could be it now? You think he could just be like, oh, I'm yeah. done? Yeah, 100%. He, he's in the same vote uh, as McGregor. Legitimately, too, because he literally he has the money. He's won the championships. He's going to get other endorsements. WWE's knocking on his door to be a commentator. Well, he's doing it. Right, and he could do it for UFC, too. I mean, he's doing it for UFC. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He's doing it now. So, he's got options. We'll see if Cormier gets his uh, rematch in the trilogy with Stipe. We'll see if Stipe moves up. Or if John Bones Jones moves up to take on Stipe after his fight against Reyes, that's in February. You got McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone, a dream fight there that takes place in January in Vegas. And then, of course, the big fight, Khabib going one-on-one finally with Tony Ferguson, four years in the making. That's going to be in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center in April, mid-April. And remember, December 27th, O'Hara and Friends. Lamplighter, Chester, New Jersey. That's the biggest event out of the four. Yeah, right now. You got McGregor, Cerrone. Most most upcoming event. You got McGregor, Cerrone. You got Khabib versus Ferguson. You got Jones versus Reyes. And you got O'Hara and Friends on December 27th. Maybe we'll do a live podcast at the Lamplighter. 
We could. Maybe you never know. Maybe we'll do one after everything settles down and we'll reflect the night and Yeah. Yeah. Get the we band members together. It'd be That'd nice be to awesome. get them one on one. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Be there. Be there, be square. December twenty seventh, Chester, New Jersey. It's again by a, was all speed yep. farms. Right next all to the Chester farms. Library. Ooh, that's a that's a hot place. Yeah. Hot place. Lamplighter, Chester, New Jersey. O'Hara and Friends, December twenty seventh. That's two days after Christmas, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. 27th, UFC analyst Mikey Battaglino was here for two episodes straight. Talked to me for about three hours. It's 2.15 in the morning. Is it really? After after our college slash high school partay. Hopefully I'll be on again soon. We just did the, the lamplighter, 27th. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you know. You want to do another one right now? I'm down for whatever, man. This was episode 133 of the O Show, presented by Belly Up Sports. We are what they aren't. Remember to use the promo code OSHOW. 10, that's capital O-S-H-O-W, 10 for $10 off your next order using TickPick.com. And we're also sponsored by Mecca Nutrition. Use the promo code OSHO10, that's capital, or OSHO20, excuse me, selling my customers short there. OSHO20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W, 20 for $20 off your next order at Mecca Nutrition. It is 2.37. I'm going to bed. Hit it, Hootie. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube